Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the rookie quarterback class, the class of 2020. We're going to re rank them, and it's all brought to you by DraftKings. Playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? Yes, that's right. Football's playoffs start this weekend, and there's no better place to get in on all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. If you haven't checked out the app yet, there's no better time to sign up and start cashing in. Celebrate the most exciting time of football season. DraftKings is giving you the chance to double your money. All it takes is one touchdown to be scored during Saturday's football games. That's right. Once you opt in, place your bet. All you have to do is sit back and wait for a touchdown. While we're all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has kicked off. So head over to the app right now. Check out all DraftKings daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PFF when you sign up to have a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in one of Saturday's games. That's promo code PFF for new players to get a shot at doubling your money. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, normally I don't love this exercise. I don't like to take just one year and completely change your opinion just based off of one year of information, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to go look at this rookie quarterback class, namely those three first rounders, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua, Tungavailoa. I'll let you start. Let's re-rank them. Who's the best? Who's number one in your list? Let's go back and forth here. What are you, what are you thinking now with this draft class after what you've seen? Yeah, well, I'm not changing. I'm not backing away from my priors after the one year I'm sticking with Joe Burrow as the one that I'm taking going forward Um, I think Justin Herbert was phenomenal in his rookie season was clearly dramatically better than we thought he would be right out of the gate for the Chargers um, and probably better than he suggested he was going to be even throughout the season you know he maintained that really high level and I think got better at some of the stuff that he wasn't so great at right at the beginning but I'm not willing to overlook what Joe Burrow did before that knee injury as well. And obviously this assumes that Burrow comes back 100% from what was a fairly significant knee injury. Yeah, I mean, look, you didn't come off your priors for the number one overall pick. Coming out, just so we're clear, the PFF draft board had Joe Burrow, number one, the clear number one on the draft board, Tua, number two, Justin Herbert, number three, Um, I think that's where things flip. I am certainly torn between... Look, here's the thing. I would still probably take Joe Burrow. He'd be my guy. But I think Herbert has absolutely closed the gap from what we've seen. Um, And I'll explain why in a minute. But I think two is a clear number three at this point. And that's disappointing. And I don't want to overrate, again, the one season. But I think... Are we at this age where the tools, the things that we've kind of poo-pooed upon in the past, the big arm and all the stuff that the scouts love seems to be working recently. The Justin Herberts of the world, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, the Josh Allens of the world. And I go back to Herbert's freshman year of Oregon, where he looked like a future number one. He graded at 90 early in his career at Oregon as a sophomore. And he looked like he was on this path to being the number one overall pick. And then he just leveled off a little bit. But was it the scheme at Oregon? Was it the system? Was it his supporting cast that kind of held him back a little bit? What if Herbert was switched with Tua? And he was at Alabama throwing to four and a half first round picks over there. I think Herbert showed um, that he was held back just a little bit of Oregon and that we we underrated him. That's true. Um, I don't know if that if the tools uh, element of quarterback evaluation is becoming more important than it was in the past or 
Um, or if we just had a run of these quarterbacks that appear to be working out, guys like Mahomes, guys like Josh Allen, uh, all those kinds of things. I'm not sure whether that's cause or effect, or if it's just the if it's just the current trend. And if you started to lean into that, it would bite you and, and burn you, and it would swing back in the other direction. I think there's definitely something to the idea that like, look who Tua was throwing to. They're going to have four first round picks from that receiving group in the same uh, in the same offense that he was throwing to that has to move the needle similarly Justin Herbert didn't have that he was working against that Josh Allen didn't have that at Wyoming those guys were working against that kind of thing um it's really interesting though the Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow thing because I think a lot of people would be all over Justin Herbert going forward based off what we've seen from those two guys as rookies and I understand we have some numbers but even the numbers, you can make that case. And I, I think the numbers, it makes sense. I understand entirely why people would want to do that because Justin Herbert, I think, was the number one graded quarterback in the NFL this season under pressure, which is insane and is incredibly impressive and, and looks incredible and you know is one of the reasons why he's in the Rookie of the Year conversation. But we know that isn't stable year to year. That tends to fluctuate. It, it doesn't tend to be a consistent strength of a quarterback. So you shouldn't be using that as a reason that he's going to be so good in years two, three, or four. Um, whereas Joe Burrow was more consistent, more efficient, more um, just better on a sort of down-to-down basis on the things that are predictable and do translate and you know play from a clean pocket his grade was significantly higher 10 points higher 10 pff grading points higher 86 versus 76 um, and those are the things that tend to translate so i think burrow probably is a little bit better than he looked this season i think he would uh, bounce he would uh, regress in a positive direction in terms of some of the more volatile statistics, whereas uh, Herbert is probably going to regress a little bit in a negative direction. They're going to meet somewhere in the middle, but that brings you back to where were you before this season, and I think you you default and lean towards Joe Burrow's priors. Yeah, and I, I have more on the Burrow stuff that is stable, and, and this is actually similar to where Josh Allen was last year at this time. If you look at Burrow's grading and where it came from, number seven passing grade on passes up to 20 yards. So those are all your short, your intermediate stuff. It's the stuff you're going to throw the majority of the time at the NFL level. Number seven passing grade in fifth in accuracy percentage. So those are the places you want to see him win. Now, Burrow was horrendous throwing the ball down the field. After at LSU, when he looked like he was handing the ball off 40 yards down the field at times, he was horrendous throwing the ball down the field. He was terrible. 29th out of 31 just in grading and but the downfield passing attack is just like you said use the word unstable tends to fluctuate those are the things you can scheme it up a little bit you get a receiver that just gets open a little bit more often and just like Josh Allen made that huge stride throwing the ball down the field this year Burrow's got that in him but he's he's good at the right stuff so that's why Bengals fans should be encouraged Right, Stephon Diggs obviously made a big difference. I think John and Gabriel Davis, for that matter, as well. To add to John Brown, who was already a good deep threat receiver, suddenly Josh Allen has got deep receivers up the yin yang. Um, Burrow's got nobody. Like, like who's Burrow right. throwing to deep down the field? That makes a difference, right? He's got T. Higgins, who's a, a nice receiver, but isn't a deep threat. AJ Green can't get anywhere open, let alone deep down the field. He doesn't have anybody that's making those plays. So I could easily see if the Bengals find a viable deep threat, Joe Burrow uh, making a big jump forward. The one thing that is interesting, though, 
Um, I, I think there's a good statistical argument that Joe Burrow is still the guy. But Timo Riska um, wrote an article, you know, one of our uh, R&D guys, our data science guys, the guys that are a hell of a lot better at math than you and I, Steve. Um, and he yeah. dove into predicting the outcomes of these guys. And he actually folded Jalen Hurts into the mix as well. And Justin Herbert was the guy that came out looking the best going forward from that. Joe, uh, It was Herbert as number one, Joe Burrow number two. And then actually Jalen Hurts kind of edges to it depending on you know what exactly you're looking for he has a a one a slightly better percentage chance of being elite of being very good Tua has a slightly better chance of being just above average um but the data uh that the data science guys are cranking does like Justin Herbert despite the fact that you would expect his um volatile performances to come down a little bit you know me, Sam. I love a good volatile quarterback. You know, I can, yes. I can fall in love with Herbert. I, I loved him as a freshman. I was disappointed in a lack of progression at Oregon. But based off what I saw, man, the carry that he has on the ball, the field flipping arm strength. There you go. PFF NFL podcast bingo. I could be convinced that Justin Herbert's the guy. I think it's a good battle between Burrow and Herbert at the top. I want to talk to a really quick, though, because he's he's he disappointed me a little bit. I had some questions about his arm, his his tools. I'm not completely given up on him, but I thought he just looked he, he looked like the margin of error that he was playing with at the NFL level at NFL speed was just so much smaller than a burrow or than in Herbert or than a, than a Herbert. At, and that was my first impression of Tua. And it didn't really get better at any point during his you know rookie season. And have you you saw the article that came out today as well, right? With Miami Dolphins players basically taking a giant steaming crap over to his prospects going forward. When that kind of stuff comes out, that's not good. I and I kind of agree with what they were saying that he just doesn't have any special traits. Like he's got accuracy, but that's about it. He's not making any plays outside of structure. He's not doing anything of on his own. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick is making more plays outside of structure and you know without help than Tua is and that's not good like he can't if you're gonna have marginal tools you need to bring something special to the table and right now he isn't yeah that's my concern I think he plays fast I like the way he goes through progressions but I also think he's got to be that fast he's got to play so quick-minded because he just doesn't have the velocity or the zip of some of these other guys so um, definitely have my concerns about Tua going forward still have my concerns about Jalen Hurts though the rushing ability does uh, raise his floor, as I always like to say. So the 2020 draft class, a fascinating group. Burrow, Herbert, who you have at the top. Let us know. It's the PFF NFL Daily.